What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. I think I figured out the audio issue. I apologize for that. That, uh, I believe, was due to some sort of fan uh, audio issue. Anyway, point is, it's fixed. So, let's move on, babies. So, how are you guys doing? I'm going to talk about the Glimmer Man today. The Glimmer Man. Can you believe it? The Glimmer Man. That's what we're going to talk about. It's really bizarre, and I haven't really heard of it before. Although it's similar to some of these stories and reports of these predator-type aliens that we're talking about and hearing about in the media. So uh, so I'm going to cover that. A couple of these stories, one out of Florida and one out of uh, Chicago. And they're recent. They're in the 2020... One was in 2022, and the other one was in 2002. So, I guess 20 years ago or so, 21. Anyway, let's go back to the 2002 event in Gainesville, Florida. And then we'll go to the 2022 one in Chicago. So, these are coming off of phantomsandmonsters.com. I hope you guys enjoy them. Fantastic website if you want to take a look at it. Now, this story states that the girl's name is Mallory. Okay? Her name is Mallory, and she states, I would like to share a terrifying experience I had back in 2002 while I was in college. Back then, I was a second year in the University of Florida, was living in an apartment with a girlfriend of hers. She stated that um, they lived the typical college life, right? Partying it up. They went to class most of the time, studied, hung out with their friends, occasionally partied, da-da-da-da-da. But she was a hiker. See, and this is the difference. Well, in the Chicago story... That actually happened in the middle of the city. This one is while she was hiking. So these glimmer aliens that are like camouflaged, they're showing up wherever the hell they want, whenever the hell they want. Middle of the day, doesn't matter. So both of these stories actually take place in the middle of the day. Uh, this one, she states that uh, she would go hiking in local parks. Uh, one of her favorite activities was to take her dog out. Her dog was named Toby. He was a golden retriever. You know those are smart. So he states that, uh, she states that uh, he has since passed away, but back when he was alive, he was a great and loving dog and would hike all the time. They would hike three miles a week, or three times a week. Um, and their favorite spot to hike was Gainesville Hawthorne State Trail. And it wasn't that far away, and it was about a 16-mile hike if you did the whole thing. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. Of, 16 miles is a long time. Um, so they, she stated they only did that about three times. Most of the time they would hike about five miles. That's more, that's more manageable. Uh, she states it's a beautiful trail with lots of trees, Spanish moss, swamps, wildlife, and the trails were paved and there were bridges and observation decks, um, and just tons, loads of cool things to see. She stated the woods were super thick, super dense. Once off the trail, uh, you can only see about 35 mile, 35 yards into the woods. Now, this is interesting because I did uh, a little hiking on a trail the other week, and <clears throat> much to my surprise, I saw three deer that were very close to me, very, very close. So, uh, you know, and I mean, I'm talking like within within a, a 100 feet, 200 feet at the most, probably about 150 mother and and two babies and i was like oh man i hope they don't you know want to attack me usually deer don't do that but look who's sneaking in here mr alien anyway point is she stated on this particular day 
she and Toby were about four miles into the trail, and it was a weekday, and she stated that around 11 a.m., there were very few people on the trail. She stated that at the time of their encounter, no one was around, just her and Toby. And as they were walking, she noticed that uh, the wildlife was out and about, and everyone was enjoying the sun, whether it was, you know, small creature, large creature, whatever. But then all of a sudden, her dog Toby freezes out of nowhere. So this is kind of interesting. Sorry, you, know, you need a little light in here, I think, so we'll turn that on. Um, she states that uh, he just stood there. He froze. He saw something. He stood with his ears perked up. His tail was sticking straight out, and he was staring into the trees. I assumed he saw some birds or something else in the trees, so I asked him, What do you see, Toby? What is it, boy? He didn't bark, but he, I could tell something had caught his attention, and while he continued to stare, I started looking in the same direction, and Toby's demeanor started to change. His tail went from sticking straight out to now lower than his legs, and he wanted it. He wanted to be the hell out of there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, she stated, I continued to look into the trees and trying to spot whatever was scaring him, and that's when I saw it. It's very hard to describe, but this thing looked clear, but not quite. It was the shape of a human, meaning that it had a head, a torso, and two arms, two legs, but it was also see-through. The thing stood out, uh, well, the, the main thing that stood out with this thing, she stated, was that it had yellow eyes. Uh, she says, as crazy as it sounds, this thing looked like it was the alien in the Predator movies whenever it cloaked itself. It was standing on a large tree branch, hanging on by its right arm. That's really interesting. Why would it just be randomly hanging on, right? That's kind of interesting. You would think it would be perched up on its legs on top of a branch, you know. Easier balance, more powerful, you're not using as much energy. Um, but she stated it was hanging from its right arm and was looking directly at Toby and I. It slowly began to crouch down and hide behind the trunk of the tree. Like it, it was almost like it noticed us noticing him. I don't know why I say him, she stated. I absolutely have no idea what the sex of the creature was, uh, if that's what you want to even call the thing. <laughs> she states, it tried to hide, like I said, but you could see portions of it behind the tree. So it's like playing hide and see with like a big brother or big sister, and like they're hiding behind something, but you can see them. I know this is true because I've done it. Um, she states, I was frozen. I was mesmerized by this thing. I was just staring at it, trying to figure out what it was. I didn't want to take my eyes off of it and fear I might lose sight of it. This thing was so damn camouflaged. If I looked away, I might not be able to find it again. So I just stared, ignoring Toby and his whimpers, and then it moved. It swung through the trees effortlessly, made almost no sound, and it would move to uh, to a few different trees and then freeze and then look back at us. And I guess she could see the yellow eyes, right? 
I guess to determine if it was if we were continuing to watch it or not, or able to see it. I got the feeling that this thing did not want to be seen. It would move, then freeze, then crouch down, and would have put itself between us and the tree that it was in. Uh, I would It would sit there for a few minutes and then move again. I wanted to follow it, but everything in my body said, no, don't do it. Um, so I just watched it, and eventually it disappeared into the forest. Toby and I jogged back to the car, and I never told anyone about what we saw. Uh, was it an alien? Was it something else? I don't know. I was scared uh, the day that it happened, but I was also elated at the same time. <coughs> Toby and I went back there numerous times, and I'm not going to lie, I hoped to see it again, but I never did. I thought that I was the only one who had seen this type of uh, entity or encounter until she had heard that other people were covering their own stories of the Glimmer Man. And she stated... Uh, <laughs> I, now I tell the story to everybody that'll listen, even even though some people think I'm crazy. Um, but I don't care. I feel lucky that I got to experience the paranormal with the unknown. I think the universe is way more complex than we think. And I think there are things out there that we can't explain, and that's okay. I like it that way. And that's Mallory's story. So, before I jump to the Chicago story, I think what's really interesting about Mallory's story is that this, this thing... You know, it hung from its arm, from its hand, its right arm, from the tree at the beginning. Then this thing is swooping from tree to tree. Not too many humans can swoop tree to tree. So this thing's definitely not human. It's not like some, you know, black ops dude in a freaking camo suit, you know, swinging from tree to tree. This this thing was definitely, you know, not human, whatever you want to call that. And then on top of that. You know, this thing is putting itself behind it, behind trees. It's hiding. It clearly has consciousness and, and capability to understand who's seeing it, why why they're seeing it. The other really interesting thing is the yellow eyes. This yellow eyes thing with the Glimmer Man, what, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, but a lot of people call it Glimmer Man, um, is, uh, is a common denominator. So what's up with the yellow eyes? Like if you're camouflaged, you, well, you're, you're giving yourself dead to rights when you have these glimmer or these yellow eyes even though you have a glimmer suit on or whatever the case is so it doesn't seem like i don't know i don't know i don't know if they don't understand that we can see into that light spectrum you know maybe they don't know much about us uh whatever that species is right there's certain species that do know about us but maybe there's another species out there that's wearing these glimmer suits and they just don't know a hell of a lot about us. So they're just here to to check us out. Maybe they're coming from another dimension and checking us out. They're they're not familiar with humans. So maybe they're maybe they're just jumping in. Maybe they're advanced apes. If it's so capable of swinging through the trees uh, without issue, maybe it's a it's an ape from the future. Maybe it's something else, you know? Maybe it's some other kind of primate that's able to go go totally camo. I mean, we have, um, what is it, iguanas, not iguanas, uh, chameleons that can do the same thing, um, blend into their environment. Probably not as well as that, but pretty damn close. Octopuses can do it too. Okay, so here's the Chicago story. This is from 2022, September 2. Uh, the witness states, I'm no storyteller. 
but I will try to recall as much as much detail as I can. Now, my experience happened on September 2nd, 2022, not that long ago. I had been out uh, throughout the day running a few errands, and I was going there uh, for my dad, who is elderly. So she went to go visit her dad in like this this building. <clears throat> Later that day, I uh, returned to my dad's apartment, which just happens to be in a tall residential building in Chicago. His apartment is six floors up. At some point during the earlier evening, I decided to go out on the balcony for a quick cigarette. I was standing there just staring into the thin air, not really thinking much about or doing anything. As I, as, as I stood there with my cigarette in hand, I shifted position and began to observe a very large tree about 20 feet away. It was roughly 15 feet down from her, so it was still about five stories tall, right? Um, I noticed that one of the branches on the tree was bowing quite heavily, and I noticed that, I remember thinking that it was quite odd at the time. As I'm staring at this branch, trying to make sense of what my eyes are seeing, I have ho I had a horrible feeling come over me. The most intense sense of dread and fear. It was almost like every part of my body was screaming at me to turn around and run, but I didn't know why. At this very moment, the bowing branch that I had just been observing began to shake violently, despite my internal instincts still screaming at me to leave. Curiosity now had me and got the better of me, and I started to move along the railing to get a better, closer look. Then I saw it. I love it. They both say the same thing. Then I saw it. It was like this moment. What I saw at first was a small glimmering form. As I stared a bit closer, this glimmer became what I can only describe as a transparent human-type figure that shimmered a yellowish-white color. I snapped out of my fixated stare and quickly took a step back from the railing. It suddenly hit me that what I was looking at was something straight out of the movie Predator, more specifically, when the predator is using camouflage. Now, these these aliens, or whatever they are, might not necessarily have dreadlocks or look exactly the same as the predator, but it looks it its effect on our vision is very similar to what's in the movie. So keep that in mind, right? That's the important thing. At the very moment when I realized what I had seen, this thing quote quote unquote dropped out of the tree and hit the ground below. That's interesting. The man that it, it... Okay, here we go. It landed directly behind a man who just happened to be walking past at the time. Now, this is interesting, right? Because this thing was like apparently like, what, five stories high and it lands... It drops out of the tree five stories high and it lands behind a man? Well, how much power and wind power and energy is going to be behind that dude when something lands from five... Five stories up. It's going to be a big whoosh, right? Um, so she states, the man immediately spun around, assuming that someone had thrown something at him. Right? So there's so much whoosh right behind him. He's like, what the, what the hell's going on? Uh, the only thing I noticed was a cloud. A cloud of smoke or dust arising from the ground behind the man. I waited for some time, expecting to see this thing reemerge from the dust or the smoke. But it was completely gone. So when the thing landed, whatever dust, smoke, and dirt were behind this guy just flew up into the air. Okay, that's really interesting. So at the same time, this is interesting, another neighbor 
just a few floors below had also observed the exact same thing. Not just one person, two people, plus the dude on the ground who had this thing land right behind him. Okay, she stated, uh, okay, so she stated this person was a few floors below, observed exactly the same thing as me, and they managed to confirm all the same details. That's great. The neighbor and I then managed to track down the man who was walking past a few hours later. We had a conversation with that man, and he said he felt an impact, but he didn't see anything when he turned around. He also went on to report that he felt the same dread that I had experienced only a few hours before. Does anyone have any idea what these beings are? I feel like it can be dangerous. F.L. So... They contacted this witness by phone, um, both witnesses, I'm sorry, both witnesses by phone, and they are both very apprehensive to talk about the entity. Um, the person, FL, believes that the entity still inhabits the area and that she occasionally experiences the feeling of dread when visiting her father. The location is in the Groveland Park neighborhood. So there's your two stories, right? So we have two very very similar optic optics of the story how these creatures are camouflaged both were in trees both were observing people that were observing them do they have some sort of telepathic notification when somebody's observing them right do they know when somebody's looking at them that's the question because both individuals were being stared at at some point now, what I love about the second story is there's two straight-up witnesses plus the third that was able to see these things. What the hell were they? They didn't make any sound. That's the interesting thing, too, right? Is that there wasn't a lot of sound. And like, like a vampire movie or something where a being disappears, this thing lands behind the dude and then simply disappears. Like nothing. There's no other whooshes. There's no other, like... Uh, you know, blasts of energy that nobody can see anything, even though the witness FL could see this entity, even though it was translucently camouflaged. The man couldn't see anything, nothing. So, did the entity disappear? Did it go through the ground? Did it do something different? You know, that's the question we have. Um, I don't know what the tr what the truth is here. I think sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. Um, it's tough to tell, uh, but we can speculate. I think that one of the interesting features here is that both of these aliens were caught while they were in a tree. Would we be able to catch them with our eyes if they were on the ground? They're just walking past us. You would think we'd be able to, but it seems like both of these stories, people catch them while they're in trees. There's actually another story I was going through as well. Um, I believe it was in Canada. And same scenario. It was in the wilderness. They they wondered if it was even a cloaked Sasquatch. So, you know, when it comes to these things, they it seems like we're only able to see them while they're, you know, amongst the bush, amongst amongst areas that have some sort of camouflage already built in and then we can see them trying to blend in but they're not doing a good job so 
I'll co I'll try to cover a few more of these. I think they're really interesting and see what happens. Um, maybe there's some more to these stories. Do you have your own Glimmer Man story? I think they're legit. I hadn't heard about the Glimmer Man before um, doing this research, but it popped up when those Predator aliens down in Peru started popping up. And man, these things have been everywhere now. Um, from Chicago to Florida to Peru and everywhere else. So these things are kind of more terrifying than the greys because these things could just be hanging out behind you. You wouldn't even know it. You would have no idea. This thing could be like hanging out in your house. You wouldn't be able to see the damn thing. The only time you can see it is when it's trying to blend in with, with uh, nature. When nature's moving, the camouflage probably has a difficult time trying to keep up technologically with whatever's moving behind it. But if it's standstill, nothing is moving behind it, so the technology doesn't have to keep up with the moving objects behind it, you're probably not going to see it. You're going to think it's a ghost. You're going to think it's something else. But these things apparently are legit. Uh, as, as you know, evidenced by that man walking past it and it landed behind him and the dust flying up and everything. So really fascinating stuff. We'll get into it a little bit more. So... I'm going to let you guys go. i got another podcast I'm working on, and uh, crazy things are happening right now in the world of, uh, of, of <laughs> UFO disclosure, UFO stories coming forward. Um, you know, you can listen everywhere for the UFO disclosure stuff. I love bringing you guys the actual eyewitness stories. So keep coming for those. We'll bring you more, and I hope you guys are enjoying these podcasts. Anyway, guys, take care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, whatever they may be. Continue to keep that bright, white, continuous light around you, your family, and your loved ones. Bring positivity and um, do what you love. Okay? And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care. And Lockdown Universe out. Go like, follow, subscribe.